unless everyone's ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you you good to do the intro, Tom? I'll do the intro, but then, like I say, I'll probably I'll probably stop for a bit because I'm already having a rabbit with you guys. I'm already aching down this side of my face now. So, like, and I haven't even stuck my cock in there yet either. No, exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, there's room for it now. Oh, good. Yeah. Wait till he's asleep. <laughs> and then before, just before jamming your cock into the tender area where his wisdom tooth. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just try not. To, um, just, just try not to um, disturb the socket, as they uh, as they say on all the pamphlets. <laughs> Tom, I'll be aiming for the socket. I'm not like not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we got an intro from that. So thanks, guys. Welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining the awesome foursome. We're still in lockdown, although at this stage it's kind of self-imposed. If you can go to Primark, apparently the lockdown has been lifted. But no, we are still doing this remote from our lounges, bedrooms, offices, wherever we are. I mean, Dan is uh, in somewhere very regal. He's got big glasses behind him in a, what looks like a beautiful bureau of some sort. You look and like you're in some got... sort of ship's stateroom. <laughs> yeah. I am. <laughs> yes. uh, it's Dan aboard the Saucy Sue. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, the dining hall for the Solar Sailor. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Solar Sailor. Solar Sailor. Okay. Um, so I'm introduce us. Obviously, it's the Awesome Foursome. Hello, it's me, Tom. Hello, Dan. Hey, babes. Hello, Russ. Good evening. It's great to be here. Uh, hello, <laughs> Hello. Okay, we're going to be doing Dan's favourite podcast. It's a news podcast. So with no further ado, I'm going to hand over to the muse of news, Dan. News! News! Well, we've got some PS5 news we should probably talk about, haven't we? That's mm. uh, that's where we should start here. There was a big press conference and uh, PlayStation fans, they went crazy over this. So we're going to discuss... The PS5, we're going to discuss the guts of the PS5, we're going to discuss the looks of the PS5, the games that are coming out, and which ones are actually PS5 exclusives, um, and just in general have a good old PS5 time before we move on to any other news. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, let's get, let's get around let's go around the room and ask, what, what do you think of it? the look of it? Who are you asking first? Let's go with you, Russ. I'm not a fan. Nope. Uh, I think it, it looks plasticky and flimsy. Yeah. And like it will break and get grubby very quickly. Uh, I don't like the way you've got to take the stand off the bottom and put it on the side if you want to put it on its side. Yeah. It's too big. It's huge. Um, and it looks... It looks... It looks like, you know, when there's a new console or a new phone being rumoured, mm. there's all these 3D renders floating around of people going, oh, this is what the new thing's going to look like. And it's not. It's just someone's designed what they think it's going to look like. And it never, ever looks anything like that. It it's actually looks like one of those. 400 articles saying this is what it could look like. Yeah. yeah except yeah, yeah. it definitely won't. Yeah. This is what the new iPhone will look like. Yeah. Except they'll kind of stop those because the new iPhone always looks exactly the same as the old iPhone now. Yeah. But... um yeah, it, it looks like one of those. It looks futuristic rather than modern. 
Mm. And things that look futuristic end up looking dated in three years' time. <laughs> and I think that's what's going to happen to that. Like, it does, like everyone's saying it looks like a Wi-Fi router from 20, 2007, and that's exactly yes. what it looks like. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, have one, we have one from Orange that looks exactly yeah. the same. as. Yes. Good shout. Good shout. When, when that was put up on the the social medias uh the tmtoh social mm. medias uh yeah and then i went oh yeah better look that up i i couldn't help agree more that it looks like a router and one that's look trying to look really snazzy but i actually didn't mind the look but then again i was looking on my broken phone rather than the laptop so it, um, i thought uh, looks- i think the disc i think the disc drive when they put the the not disc drive but you know the the no, I'll go to call it a disk drive, whatever. You mentioned something that is on it, and they said, but not the disk drive you know. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, the disk drive. All right. I didn't want to call it a disk drive. It must have a better name. It I is called a disk drive, if, that, if that's is what it? you're talking about. All right, about. fine. Yeah. It looks a bit weird. The digital edition looks better. I agree. The one with the disk drive looks just a bit lopsided. Yeah, and lopsided's okay for certain things, but this doesn't pull it off for some reason. So the Xbox 360 wasn't was asymmetrical, but it, 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 I still maintain the Xbox 360 is the best looking console we've ever had. It was asymmetrical along one axis. Yeah, yeah. Symmetrical, symmetrical along another, unless you counted. Wasn't, stuff. wasn't the first one perfect, or was it? Nah. But it was. Oh no! Did it, so that one slimmed into the middle slightly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. yeah. They 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 accented it more in the the remote yeah 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 which was awesome which was another great looking console as well console I I think it looks that the new PS5 looks like something that you'd expect Billie Eilish to send someone else to receive on her behalf you know it's like a really cheap music award for a show that she doesn't want to go (laughs) Um, and it's like you know her 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 agent is given it. Well, thank you. I'm sure Billy will be really, really pleased with this. We'll put her, put these next to her Grammys. The Financial <laughs> Times Teen Choice Award or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, smash it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've really just, I've just found the orange router that I actually had. <laughs> that is basically a PlayStation Five. That's a, if, if you, you put it on its side. <laughs> yeah, if you put it on its side, then yeah, that is exactly it. Dan, you got to you got to post that on the um, Instagram channel. Oh, 100%. With, with like we've been talking about the PS5. Well, if you've seen any of the article, the things I put up today on Instagram or uh, Twitter, none of them have been the actual PS5. They've all been. My favourite was the black uh, slimline PS2. Yeah, uh, with the white plastic fold around it. That was that was. So genius. Yeah, that, that's that's the other thing about this thing is it is cocking massive. Mm. And, and huge. The Xbox, the Xbox is no, no slimline thing either. I mean, it, it's it's been you know, the Xbox is something of a big fatty as well. But mm. this is even, it's taller than the Xbox is tall if you if you have it in the vertical way. Mm. And very clearly, Sony are conscious about this because they've only shown it with a white background lit so that the white surrounds blend into the background as much as possible so have you seen the same same way that when apple show you those photos Mm. of the phone edge on it's lit so that the top and the bottom of the phones kind of blend into darkness anyway and it's on a black background so So, they've done it to make it look as thin as possible but it's do you you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna stage some of those weird like perspective pictures 
like, like so someone's hat's going to appear in short in shot like really close to the camera and everyone's going to be like okay so mm. it's only it's only two hands big and then when they actually go into the store to get it they're going to assume that the the, the, the <laughs> one they see is actually just a model like for like a marketing model of it you put like, chris evans's <laughs> cd hand on yeah. tfi friday yeah either yeah. that or, or i was thinking the uh, the lawyer from uh, always sunny in philadelphia his fake hands <laughs> on 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 like, next to it yeah We're lawyers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The... Oh, great reference, man. That's one of my favourite episodes. Okay. On the website, we're lawyers. <laughs> Both of the new consoles, though, there's loads of people saying, like, I'm going to have to get a tape measure out to see if this will fit in my in my TV thingy, mm. which is not really a consideration that you've had to have before. But there no. are people who are going to get that home and go, oh, it, it won't go in. So the, the difference between the two companies, Sony are clearly conscious of this because a week on from their press conference, they started talking about, well, this is just one version of it. We're going to be releasing like uh, limited edition versions that are going to look very different stylistically even. We're not even just going to be like, they're not even going to be spray painted. They're going to look different stylistically. So what they're trying to say is... They won't. I, they never do. I think we've cocked up here. So I think the version two might come out sooner rather than later, which doesn't yeah. have the massive fins on the top. How big is it? Is massive. Like it's pretty you, big. You it's, can it's find like... um, a comparison to compare to other consoles. So <coughs> uh, compared to the Xbox, so I thought compared to the One X, it would be massive. Um, but because the One X was the smallest console amongst PlayStation 4, Xbox One as well. Um, but it's massive compared to the, um, the original Xbox One, the video playing, video player version of the xbox one I, I mean i still i still have that yeah and That's it's a it's a monolith yeah it's huge yeah but then <clears throat> that didn't put people off buying the original xbox did it which was probably even bigger than this so oh yeah but i mm. mean also the original xbox mm. was so heavy here you go duncan this is the comparison like if you're talking skyscrapers that's oh, my fine days yeah that's the Burj Al Arab. It's bigger than the PS3, the original PS3. It's with the with Jeez. the Spider-Man, with the Spider-Man writing down yeah. the top. That thing was massive as well. PS3 Slim. I remember we used to get them back at work, like when we did uh, trade-ins, yeah. and like having to like, try and lift it onto the kitchen table was an effort. It, they, those things are huge. So this picture is on kind of a grey background, yeah. so the, the white bits do stand out a bit more. But even then, you know, you can see, like, if you just look at the black bit of it, yeah, yeah. it looks quite cool. But the white, it comes out to, like, here and here, and it's got these little pointy ears it's, that actually take the top of it up to fucking here. It's, that is huge. It's so, as wide the, as the PS3. That's what's nuts. This what's the, what, why does it say USB disk drive? Oh is, that, oh, is that the key? Oh, sorry. Yeah, so it's, so yeah it's, they've, so they've like highlighted oh, I where see. the disc slots and the USB slots are on these, these yeah. images. Stupid me. I did one so, on there. I was like, why are they all red? Yeah, they, they actually have red bits on them. So the Series X mm. wins on kind of aspect. I mean, so, Series X looks fat there, but... It, it, it is big and fat. I, th I think they're probably a similar volume. Yeah. But, but it's... it. I mean, the Series X looks very similar to what you would have as a hi-fi, like an amp. Or hi-fi, or even like a an Amazon Echo, or um, yeah, a uh, what's it called, a uh, Alexa. Yeah, is that kind of yeah, size? I think, yeah, I think that's what they're going for with, yeah. with both of these. But honestly, the 
it looks a lot more unobtrusive. The Xbox will sit nicer in yeah. more people's living rooms than the, unless you've got a Star Trek themed living room. Yeah, the PS5 is going to stand out. So, whereas the Xbox will kind of blend in a bit more. Michael's... I'm going to say I like the lights. On what? The little blue lights are cool. On what? Yeah. Sorry. On the PS5. Oh, okay. Um, quite smart. Yeah, I, just, I was very disappointed to see that the Xbox doesn't actually glow green at the top. It's just got a bit of green plastic in it. Well, that's annoying. I thought it glowed. That's very annoying. Um, so you mean it's like it's, it's, so it's basically like the Royal Navy's corridors in ships. They're just kind of painted with luminous paint. <laughs> it's not actually LEDs or anything cool. So I don't think it's even blue. I think it's just green. So whereas Sony have been backtracking on the size of this, saying well, it's got to be this, it's got to be this big for a reason. Um, well, it uh, is that big for a reason. It's, it's that big for cooling. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Also, it feels like they're kind of doing away with the whole pretense that they're not PCs anymore. Because yeah. that looks to me like the size of one of the rigs that you guys have just built. And the Xbox One looks like a PC. The Xbox Series X looks like a PC as well. But whereas Sony are backtracking on that, Microsoft are leaning into it. When they had their press conference, one of them had a background which was a kitchen and instead of a fridge they had the Xbox Series X there. Like yeah. they're just right. leaning into it. They they're taking the piss. They 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 got nothing to prove this time round. Well, you can't really fudge it, can you? It is either big or it's not. You yeah. can't you can't just go, oh it's not it's not that big. Yeah. It's not the size of a caravan. It is, it is significantly larger than all the others. Yeah. So as, I love that. This game's console is not as large as a as a, a caravan. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, you know, the great thing is, like in this situation, is that Xbox. Um, it's it's more powerful mm. and smaller. Yep. Let's let's. I mean, that's so, what I was like, I was going to get into. They this. Win. I, it's certainly, into I don't the know specs. if it is smaller, but it's shorter. It's yeah, it's it's definitely shorter and it, it, it looks better as well, in my opinion. Um, I was going to get into the specs quickly if you fancied it because I actually finally understand them now. It's because now, I was say, now to, but, yeah. to be fair, there are plenty mm. of slobbering teenage fanboys who actually think that this is generally the better looking console. And to yeah. those people, fair enough, <laughs> don't worry, Specsavers is opening up again soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, I want to compare the uh ps5 specs to um to to because now i kind of understand them in terms of pc okay and i want to then use that to show how little i actually still know about this stuff as well because someone pointed something out and made me look very small and they deserve to make me look very small because i was very wrong about it but let's start with the cpu right so it's eight times zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz so that's basically a Ryzen 7 3700, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely. But a Ryzen Zen 3700, I think, is 4.1 gigahertz. So they've had to undervolt this just to try and keep it cool, basically, I think, I'd imagine. Hang on. Hang on. Yes. No, no, it is. Four, yeah, 4.1. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, the GPU is 10.28 teraflops, 36 CUs at 2.23 gigahertz, which oh, is... Hang on. Not 10.29. No, uh, no, I know, yeah. Right, okay, so it fine. Sits, sits between an RTX 2070 Super and an RTX, RT, yeah. RTX 2080 Super. RTX, so, exactly, in the middle of those. So all these PlayStation fans that have been banging on about ray tracing, like there are three, four graphics cards at the moment that, that, that do that already. Right, ray tracing. And yeah. NVIDIA are about to release... The, the 3000 series. Generation. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Three, yeah. Uh, 
the 3001 series. No, 3000 series. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, ray tracing is just one of those things that people are shouting about. But yes, it, it's like saying 8K. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's actually going <laughs> to do it or use it or support it or do it well. It's, <laughs> it's not needed. Yeah. I, Tom, I started, you're doing brilliantly here. I started playing. Um, I started playing Deliver Us the Moon on a PC because oh, it, was on, it was on Game Pass. It is good, um, and one of the reasons I started playing was because it's one of like eight games that's got ray tracing at the moment. So I turned, what is ray tracing? <laughs> it's just ray well, tracing um, is yeah. a way of doing light in 3D that's incredibly realistic. Yeah. So light in games is done by you say you know you have. A, a light which comes from a point and it just sort of anything near it will adopt that colour and that intensity and it gets a bit more complicated than that but that's basically how lights are done ray tracing actually simulates mm. rays of light mm. interacting with surfaces mixing with each other, refracting, reflecting subsurface scattering all sorts of incredibly complicated things it's all come from the CGI Pixar mm. world like ray tracing was pioneered back in like a bug's life. It's how they made the leaves look so realistic with the way that light, the so subsurface scattering is mm. when light goes in a little bit to something and then refracts within the Okay, so makes they, human skin so difficult to do. Uh, so I totally understand because that's what probably I loved about finding Nemo and finding Dory is because they do that, they nail it in it. water. Yeah. yeah. But no, obviously, when you're, that, when you're doing a Pixar film, when they're rendering those films out, they're hitting an FPS effectively yeah. of maybe one an hour, which is not what you're looking for gaming. So doing real-time ray tracing has mm. been considered basically impossible for the last 20 years. It's only just starting to come in with these first-generation of RTX cards, mm. um, and there's barely anything that supports it. It's basically Minecraft and one or two other things. So yeah, I, I turned it on on Deliver as the Moon and went, yeah, it looks better. Yeah, pretty. It, it just, I, didn't, I didn't go, my mind is blown. I was just like, it looks better. Mm. That's good. Because I think it's because every little tiny advance yeah. in, in video game technology and, and how it looks and mm. graphics, I think every tiny advance is now, is now almost just kind of piling it on. Because everything looks pretty much realistic now anyway, mm. Anything that makes it look even more realistic, like you say, is kind of a bit like, okay, so we can do that now. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like, okay, cool. But I mean, everyone forgets that Crisis, when yeah. it came out, looked so unbelievably realistic. And the lighting, you know, coming through the trees, the gaps in the leaves yeah. and stuff like that just looked incredible. And actually, from, from my point of view, it doesn't feel like graphics have got much better than that over the years in between. Well, like, yeah. If you look at a game from... 15 years ago you know mm. they're not that different to one you play now no. if you look at one 15 years before that mm. you're looking at sort of several paradigm shifts of the, difference the thing that always sticks in my mind is if you play mirror's edge on the series x it's it's got the 4k advancements on it not they haven't done anything to it it's just upscaled to make it look just it looks still looks fantastic yeah. And that was what two thousand and seven. That game came out two thousand eight. Mm. Um, yeah, somewhere around there. Two thousand six, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Somewhere yeah. around there. It still looks I remember, incredible. I remember, it, I remember it looking fantastic then. Yeah, I mean, 
exactly. It, it was now, very cool. The only time I notice I'm playing a games console that has got 4K and all the other good stuff in it is when I play the same games console then on a non-4K TV. And then I go, oh, now it doesn't look as good. Mm. So, like, it's... It, it's it might, Ray tracing's great, but it's not... I don't know. It, it's not the difference. Do you remember when... Um, the first HD consoles came out, which were the mm. 360 and the and the PS3, and there was a noticeable difference in in those. Uh, this this isn't a reason to go out and buy a new TV for, for these advancements. They'll they'll look great on consoles and they'll run really quickly as well. That's the important. I thing. mean, the chances are yeah. you will already have the TV you mm. need to get the most out of these consoles anyway, yeah. considering how cheap um, LED. Yeah. Uh, KTVs are these. I mean, obviously OLED is a bit more expensive, but you know, you, you'll probably have that TV that will. Well, 4K is the standard. Like you would mm. struggle to buy a non-4K telly now. The trick, exactly. the trick now is to get a um, oh a, a like a 140 hertz TV instead, so you can get higher FPS. But it's um, so internal storage. This is where I was wrong. So it comes with a custom 825 gigabyte ssd which i thought was just an m.2 drive which they kind of said is just an m.2 drive which is like a stable in most pcs now uh but um it was broken so it broken down in this great video uh where the the guy apologized because he thought the same thing and he goes so how this works is this is designed for playstation specifically and it's going to work differently because it's designed for gaming so whereas um an M.2 drive is just like a fast hard drive. This is a hard drive that the architecture of of the way the games are going to be put into this means that um, you're going to have smaller games. So it's much in the same way that the Switch, the, the Witcher, Witcher on the Switch is only like 20 gig or something compared to like 100 gig on the, on the, on the PS4 because the way it uses the information in it is different. So, for example, where you've got uh, games stored on a uh, like a mechanical hard drive, all the every small chunk of the game has to be it has to have everything in it for that chunk of the game. Whereas, if you're revisiting certain things in games um, in different levels, this SSD means that you can split it up and it can very quickly go and find whatever it's needed for individual levels whilst not having while sharing it with other things so it means you're going to get smaller games means they're going to be really quick uh, arguably quicker than pc because it's specifically designed for this one thing yeah that's that's yeah that's sort of the one advantage in hardware terms that yeah. consoles have is it's a fixed defined architecture that can be tweaked and customized mm. specifically for this no. um that that does sound like a very long-winded explanation that will result in a 0.000002 second faster load time. Yeah, like I think... But that's you, enough for the fanboys. If you put it next to a PC that had an M.2 drive, it, the notice, you'd notice the difference, but that would be the only way you'd notice well, it. Well, I mean, like, but the new sort of like the Gen 4 PCIe yeah. M2 drives, you know, you look at... I, I, I think it would struggle to... So, this is this is how I, I I would bet the Xbox has got something similar to this anyway because that oh, both yeah. both these consoles have the ability to go back to up to five games. This is halfway through a game basically, 
So um, I think that both of them are going to have this ability. Now, the only thing I'd say is that, uh, a say, a, a one terabyte M.2 drive, you're looking at at least £100, probably. Um, so 825 gig isn't that much. So I dread to think how much it's going to be as if you want an expansion drive for this that's going to have the same uh, speed. So is, is that is that its only primary storage? Yeah. So the operating system and everything is going to be on there as well? Yeah. So you are not going to get 825 gig out of it? No. Because you know the, the system will be on there as well? But games should be smaller because of the way they're stored. Yeah, but the, I mean, games are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you want to start doing things like offering 4K texture packs mm. in 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 your games as standard, then they're going to get even bigger. Oh yeah, definitely. And just think about Call of Duty has like a uh, every two weeks has like a 30 gig update. That, yeah, because I have occasionally played Call of Duty, I've got 200 gig of Call of Duty sitting on my hard drive, basically. <laughs> which isn't worth it but it's the point is though if this comes out of 500 quid you've probably got if you're only using it for gaming probably at least a grand's worth of pc in there but that's why i think you're right russ i think it's that big because it needs it's going to need cooling that's uh they're both that big because yeah. they need cooling yeah i mean yeah that's that's fair enough yeah. and obviously they're not going to put like water cooling or something in something like this that'd be no. ridiculous so it has to be air cooled and that means it has to be hmm. big enough to get constant significant airflow through it so quickly the xbox specs uh eight core 3.8 gigahertz amd zen 2 pretty much the same thing just uh, different uh 12 teraflops which puts it in the range of like a 2080 ti graphics card this i don't know if this is of any interest to anyone except for you and me russ if i'm honest with you but <laughs> um and it's uh yeah it's got a one terabyte custom nvme drive ssd so yeah similar at least anyway so yeah. There go. Right, uh, games, I suppose, is what everyone wants to know about the, the uh, PS5, though. Um, PS5 games list, here we go. So we're getting. Just, new, yeah. So, hang on, just out of interest, yeah. we were talking about the ray tracing. So, does that mean the PS5 will be able to do that? Yeah. It was that the moral of the story? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. That's all I... I wasn't clear if it's saying we're not totally sure if it would be able to do that. PlayStation fanboys have just been thinking of ray tracing as this thing that hasn't been done ever before. But it's being Uh, done on most graphics cards. Most mid-tier graphics cards. You're you're, you're a resident PS uh, fanboy. (laughs) Is that what you've been been thinking? I'm going to use you as a spokesperson for all PS4... I own a PS4 as well, by the way. Yeah, oh, he's trying to muscle in on my on yeah, my yeah. turf. Me and Phil Spencer come in for you. Have <laughs> your ideas in the bar together. Yeah. Oh no, I, I do you know what? I can't. I can't say. I can't claim to be a massive fan. I have to admit, though, I do enjoy some of their exclusives, mm, like Bloodborne and Last of Us and stuff. Mine's um, mine's oh, more. Dan of... does too. Dan does too. Yeah, Dan. Uh, mine's, I, treat, I treat mine more like a mistress, though. Like it's a dirty little secret that I go to just for good times every now and then. But yeah, yeah, like you sort of you fire up Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. You're sort of like you, you know, you kind of turn the Master Chief helmet away, like, facing the wall. I briefly had my PlayStation running through my Xbox so I could have the Xbox interface, so I'd feel less dirty about it. 
That's one way to do it. Yeah, I, it's silly. So I've got the Switch running through it now. Um, so, games coming out for PS5 announced uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which isn't a release title because they've said that they're hoping it'll come out in 2021. Uh, it's the sequel Again, to Horizon just, Zero Dawn. Just down and gremlin. <laughs> so, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? So, Charlie, listener to the podcast, good friend of mine, um, he, he said it best when he goes, if Xbox released Horizon Zero Dawn, no one would give a damn about it. It's an okay game. It's a good game. It's not it's not mind-blowing, but it's, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. But it came out roughly the same time as Rise of the Tomb Raider, which just got destroyed on Xbox compared to when it was eventually released on PlayStation. If, 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 if It's in the same way that if, the play, if Xbox had had the PlayStation conference, they'd have got crucified for it. Yeah. But there we go. So Horizon Permits, we're getting a sequel to Spider-Man, or apparently not a sequel. Apparently it's like an add-on. Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yay. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. We're getting Gran Turismo 7. I mean, does anyone care about Gran Turismo? No one. They haven't released a good one in a while. Oh, my God. Gran Turismo 7? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It'll be at the same time as Forza 8, and that'll be better. It's like Forza came along and uh, sort of just went... You know you can uh, like have fun in a racing <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, but I really like the original Gran Turismo. It had a was, great soundtrack. Yeah, I was about to say, what was the last Gran Turismo that you liked? The first one. Okay, there you go. The last <laughs> one I liked was four. Three so, yeah, on the yeah. PS2. Yeah, no, that was four. Be, yeah, four. Four was quite good. Three was on the PS2 as well, as was two. There is three on three on the PS2. Uh, we've got a new Ratchet and Clank game, Rift Apart. <gasps> yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Here's a good one. Here's one for you, Tom. Uh, Demon Souls remake of the PS3 software adventure from Software Adventure. I mean, yeah. I mean, that would be quite nice because um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm ashamed to say I've never played Demon Souls. Although a lot of people say that it is even more batshit crazy, intense than Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, Project Athia, which is the team behind Final Fantasy 15. Uh, and they said designed exclusively for PS5, which actually means designed exclusively for PS5, but it's actually coming out on PC as well. Mm-hmm. So the fanboys will have none about that. Returnal, a new action game from Resogun Studio, uh, Housemark. This is a very silly name. <laughs> uh, so that, that is such, like, I mean, that is what we should do with every single yeah. word just yeah. whenever we pick up a new game. Don't worry, guys, I am Returnal. <laughs> <laughs> Leftal. Right. Retainer. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sackboy, a big adventure. Just when you thought you'd had enough of Little Big Planet. Oh, I have another sack. Um, Astro, Astro's Playroom. You know the little things that, that you can shake out of your controller on your PS4 if you get bored from actually playing the games. You, you're getting something for that as well. Destruction All-Stars. Noun and Gremlin. Noun and Gremlin. Godfall, which is actually coming out, I think, on everything anyway. Uh, it's from Gearbox. Uh, and then they announced some other games as well. I'm still struggling to understand. There's a new Resident Evil 8. Oh, just, yeah. just, just talk over me. <laughs> I will, because you're talking nonsense. So I thought... <laughs> it wasn't, though. No. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm only joking. I'm just finding games. Uh, uh, here we go. Got it. Yes. Sorry, Tom. Give me them cookies. Um, Don't worry, I love you, Spunky. So, yeah, they announced another Resident Evil game, as Duncan just said, 
which will be that's on every console. My favorite thing is when um, the Xbox PR team, as all these were coming out, just kept putting up going. Um, you could also play it on the most powerful console as well, which is the Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> on the most powerful and most aesthetically pleasing console. Yeah. People disagree with you on this one, but uh, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think it is. But then I'm an Xbox fanboy, and I know what I am, so that's fine. But, to be um, honest, I'm, I'm a big fan of like tasteful aesthetics. That's why I love um, I love the look of uh, all the new Sonos equipment. Yeah. Uh, it was already quite tasteful to start with, but it's just gotten more tasteful looking. Um, and the Xbox, if you ask me, has gone from a bit garish with the great big yeah. green cross all over it and has just refined and looks and now looks more mature than ever. It looks refined and, you know, the sort of thing that you wouldn't mind having, you know, sat next to you. Bit of a wobble when they released the um, the uh, X, the original Xbox One. Controller. The uh, Xbox One as well, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, function wasn't it? It was function mm-hmm. over over um, style. Um, so just looking up the other games that they announced that are actually coming out on both consoles: uh, Oddworld, Soulstorm. Okay, another Oddworld. Yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, that. Resident Evil Eight Village is what it's called. The latest Resident Evil game. Um, oh, shit. Huh. Do you, know Res- you like Resident Evil 7, though, didn't you? Oh, I loved it, but you know what the Resident Evil series is like. <laughs> yeah, what true. Happens, happens it follows the Star Trek rules of good one, shit one, doesn't it? Hey, in case you're uh, wondering... It was good one, uh, you know, Resident Evil 4, the good one, mm-hmm. and then shit one, Resident Evil 5, shitter one, Resident Evil 6, then loads and loads of spin-offs, mm-hmm. and then the, re- uh, the Resident Evil 7 was great, which is, that's quite a cap. Yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. quite a cap. Um... And then Resident Evil 2 Remake was great. Yeah. So actually it kind of went inverse this time. And then unfortunately the Resident Evil 3 Remake wasn't so good. But it's, it's meant to be all right. Like, it's not meant to be amazing, but it's meant to be okay. It's, it's better than I think, it's probably well, better I than think Evil 3 is the remake of a game that originally was, yeah, it's all yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it was a bit disappointing because I think, I think with today's technology, I think people were hoping that they were going to make Nemesis more of a cat and mouse kind of you know if you look at alien isolation mm. that's effectively what nemesis was meant to but be that's, like that's people coming into their game with a very specific idea of what they want rather than so some people really enjoyed it and some people didn't so i think if people well, you enjoyed it and some people didn't oh then i got some feedback. yeah absolutely i i, I, I always understand that mm. I, I always understand that it's it's people but i mean unfortunately sorry i'm, I'm having network problems you good we can hear you i'm okay yeah, yeah sorry you good your network is causing poor quality. Try switching to it. Oh, no, it's gone now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sorry. Sorry. No, I understand that. Um, but I think, you know, that's how that's how it goes. And I think a lot of people were promised certain things. I, I think I think the rev- the previews sort of seemed to indicate that it was going to be a bit of a different kettle of fish mm. in this very same way that Colonial Marines um, was very much, oh, He's, he's there still. It's fine. He's just gone a little. Uh, in the same way that Colonial Marines mean that much. Mm. You're right, Russ. Yeah, yeah, I just wasn't talking. <laughs> oh, you sort of disappeared. Uh, sorry, it's very much in the same way that Colonial Marines was previewed and uh, was very much a different game by the time it I, came from out. From what I understand, Resident Evil 3 Remake is better than Colonial Marines. 
though. Well, yeah, but yeah. but that's but that's marginal. I mean, you know, people say it's shite, but there are actually some parts of that campaign that are not bad, not terrible. I think there were people. That's a quote for the back of the box. <laughs> I think there were people that really enjoyed Resident Evil Three because it was what they wanted, and I think there was a lot of people that were, as you say, were promised something that they didn't get. So, yeah. I just think it's difficult. Like for a, as a, excuse me, as a Resident Evil fan, mm. the way they remade Resident Evil Two, yeah. which was such an enhancement and and in fact a, mm. almost a reimagining of the second game, to almost make a, a, an almost a modern day carbon copy yeah. of Resident Evil Three with its remake was was I think almost a mystery to people. I think <clears> people, you know. I think I can understand why people, including myself, went into mm. the new remake, by the Resident Evil 3 remake, thinking it was going to be something different. Mm. So, speaking of remakes, we're getting uh, a GTA 5 enhanced for the PS4, PS5. So it will now be officially on everything. Yes. Yeah, I'm guessing it's coming out on Xbox as well, but it's, um, my God, that's that's three console generations that game will have lasted. That's nuts. And it shows no signs of slowing down. No, I'm, I'm playing it at the moment on PC, and it's still amazing. It's still just an incredible game. It's, yeah, but it's... It, when did it come out? 2013? Yeah. It's seven yeah. years old, yeah. It's it's incredible. I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, Solar Ash, which is, I think, the one from the Hyperlight Drifter people, which looks quite good. Uh, Sackboy, NBA Coup 2K12, I don't care about that. Yeah. Deathloop, did you see this one? This is from Arcane, the people that did... Um, Prey. Prey Dis- and... Uh, yeah, Dishonored, yeah, that's the one, yeah. It looks quite fun. I quite fancy that, but once again, that's coming out on all consoles and Sony made it look like it was just coming out on PS5 and once again, that's something that uh, Xbox have been criticised for in the past, but Sony are just doing that. Um, Stray... Something about cats, which looks quite good. Goodbye, <laughs> Volcano High, whatever. Ret- Retainal. Uh, Bug Snacks, which is from the people that brought you Octodad, which looks interesting. Uh, Hitman 3, Tom. Coming out yeah, in January I'm 2021. Quite excited, mm. quite excited about that. Um, yeah. Although I haven't actually picked up Hitman 2 yet. It's just more Hitman. Which ain't a bad thing. Yeah. I, quite, I quite like the look of that um, Formula 1 race level mm. oh it's pretty cool but i i just have i haven't found it cheap enough to warrant buying it yet uh the people that do evil within they've got uh ghostwire tokyo coming out which looks f- awesome oh yeah this was the one with the amazing trailer wasn't it yeah, with yeah. all mm. hooded people walking through the street yeah tokyo 99 percent depopulated by a paranormal occult event leaving to malevolent mm. spirits savage the city to its and its survivors I'm getting. I'm just a planet coaster. Getting a version of control. What did I just do? What did I? Have, oh dear! What have I just done? Uh, yeah. So loads of stuff. So there we go. That's the PS5. I think we've talked about the PS5 enough now, don't you? Should we move on? Sure. So Returnal. you wanted to talk about Last of Us, Tom. Last of Us Chapter Two. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Before you get into mixed reviews, I'm going to tell you that its Metacritic score is 96. Yes, absolutely, and I think I think that's fine. I, I, I I've seen that, and look, while my argument may not be something that everyone agrees with, <laughs> I'm saying that Metacritic scores are often based on 91 reviews of the game. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I think that if you read those reviews, you will find a lot of people saying the same things. And look, I'm not saying that this is negative. No, no, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying that uh, actually there are certain parts of what I think, again, you said it earlier, hmm. there are people going into The Last of Us Part 2 with, with expectations and hmm. hopes that there will be continuations of the character arc of Ellie and Joel hmm. um, together. Um, and that's very much not what this game is about. Uh, this game is very much a private sort of personal uh, journey of Ellie's. Mm. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know, because I haven't played the, the game at the moment. But the point is that, you know, The Last of Us was was one thing. Mm. Last of Us Part 2 appears to be something else. I've also seen the reviews say that the violence mm. is, is eye-watering. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And across mm. a 30-hour campaign mm. of awful violence i've read that um i've read some of the reviews saying that actually they just became numb mm. to the violence they were seeing and actually it was just like it was it was so repetitive and so endless it was actually exhausting it was just like they actually found themselves going oh, i'm just gonna kill this guy you know and it, you know it became like a chore at least in the original last of us the violence was in very short sporadic mm. shocking bursts and actually you never felt desensitized to it you always felt like you were in in the mindset of the survivor actually only doing this because you had mm. to. So, yeah. But, but, and that's one of the reviews I read that they didn't like the game was because, yeah. because they're forcing you to do things that you wouldn't want to do. Exactly. Like if it was an option, that's one thing, but as it is, as it is, as it is literally just forcing you to do this one thing, it's like this, it, I disagree with them on spec ops the line, but at the same time, I understand why people don't like that game. Some people don't like that game. Is that it forces you to do things you don't want to do. Um, and by the end of it, you know, spoilers, you're the bad guy. So like, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so when I say, I mean, when I say mixed reviews, mm. I don't mean, I, I don't necessarily mean, you know, in that traditional sense. And actually the funny thing is we've seen a lot of games over the years receive incredibly mm. high review scores, when actually it's now, you know, it's generally believed that they don't, that they didn't really deserve them. I mean, you know, we can, we can't forget the whole Kane and Lynch debacle mm. that you know with with paid for reviews and actually and i'm not saying that's i think what happened i think to here. be honest I'm i think saying, that changed I everything though reviews, I, yeah. I say that people have to take this game entirely on its own merits and actually it probably would be a better game if it was not dealing with the same characters because a lot of people want to see a lot of last mm. of us fans want to see closure on joel and ellie mm. but actually it doesn't feel like you're going to get doesn't feel like they're going to get that and um, and that's not a bad thing. I so mean, it, but I'm just saying it didn't necessarily have to be Ellie. There's an embargo as well that means that they can't that talk. They can't hours. talk about the last yeah 12 hours of the game as well. So that's the one yeah. thing to be careful of. Is that you're actually if you're actually reading reviews rather than just looking at scores, then it is it doesn't tell you a great deal about uh, like nearly half of the game. And you can only use three screenshots. I was reading a mm. Forbes article, yeah. which was not just a review of the game, mm. but a review of the reviews. Yeah. Which was one of the most surreal things about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I read the same article. Yeah, I read same. the same article because after I'd read a few reviews and I was seeing these incredibly high scores mm. and yet very kind of mixed opinions in the actual review itself, I think what people are coming out of this uh, sort of saying is that it is a phenomenal undertaking uh, and the end result is gorgeous, mm. well-written, everything you expect from a Naughty Dog game. Um, it just may not be exactly what people who are invested in the Last of Us franchise 
are, are were looking for or expecting, and that's not a bad thing. But they mm. they were picking up on things like the violence and the exhaustive nature of it, and the fact that it's thirty hours long, man. And that is a long old game. Yeah, the, the, the Last of Us as well. I mean, it was it was pretty violent, to be fair. As Fifteen well. hours long, though. Like yeah. I said, those short bursts of violence, mm. of shocking violence. You know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm going to play. It. I've already pre-ordered it. I'm. Um, <laughs> but um it's yeah it is interesting that it's it's getting no it's getting the, the good reviews people it's like people that that understand that 2001 is a great film but don't really like 2001 that much if that makes any sense like you can you can you can genuinely think 2001's great by the way but it's um <laughs> it's it's, it's it, some people don't enjoy it but they can also take a step back and go i get why people like this so much and i get why it's considered such a great film so so maybe it's, it's it's one of those things that actually means it's it's depending on how you look at it it's it's reviewers doing a good job or it's either reviewers doing a bad job so reviewers doing a job where they can go well, i can take a step back and say this is quite good but at the same time if loads of people go and buy it and it's not their cup of tea then they're doing a bad job at the same time well i mean to be honest i think the, the problem is you know you, you have hit the nail on the head by saying that they aren't allowed to review that last mm. Review that last twelve hours, or to give people, and of course they're not going to reveal spoilers because a yeah. good review doesn't review reveal the major spoilers. But they're not really allowed to discuss anything, no. and that and for a thirty-hour game, saying that you can't base your review on the last twelve makes me think either something awfully disappointing happens, um, or or you know they're they're literally just like we don't want you to ruin any of the mm. any of the stuff that happens in that last bit and we don't want you to give any inklings away about any mechanics that might come in or anything like that i mean the thing is that what made um you know this is the one thing that really disappoints me is what made the last of us for me was the banter between joel and ellie um was ever present and actually when <clears throat> excuse me you were split up by environmental mm. or any activity it felt really lonely um, and actually, you know, very oppressive being on your own in that game, which was masterful, mm. incredibly well pulled off. Um, <clears throat> that that isn't the case in this game. You know, Ellie is is for the majority of the game, apparently, according to the reviews, on her own almost completely. So there's no banter. Mm. There's no charming interludes. There's no comedy. Comedy. There's not really much of that comedic break that made the first one so good. And actually, there's that part of me that's a bit like. I'm actually going to be sad not to see that because mm. that sort of stuff made the game for me and a lot of other people. So, you know, like I said to you on, on text message, I will take more Last of Us. Um, but, you know, maybe actually I've got to just suck it up and go, these are two different games trying to tell two different stories. Well, Tom, there's only one way of finding out. Take it in whatever slack lubricated hole I can fit it in. <laughs> yeah, and just play the game, yeah. Yeah, uh, good news for Nintendo fans, guys. Good news for Nintendo fans. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Oops. Sword and Shield uh, first DLC, Isle of Armor, has already come out. They came out today. Uh-huh. They had a big uh, Nintendo Direct entirely about Pokemon stuff, saying there's going to be a big announcement next week. Um, and yeah, so Isle of Armor, new DLC, came out 
as they announced it as well. Uh, and Pokemon Snaps, the game that's now 20 years old, is getting a sequel for the Super Nintendo Switch. Do you know what? I think we can all fall agree that it's about time that that happened. <laughs> and it was such a smooth segue from Last of Us 2. I to, you know, talk about something a bit more cheerful. But yeah, so Pokemon Snaps, uh, people are very excited about this. You can go into a game and take are pictures they? of your Pokemon. Yeah. Is Sarah really excited about this? I sent her a message and she didn't get a reply, so I'm assuming not. But, um, Dan, Dan did just use the general term people. Yeah. People are excited. I mean, that could mean two or three people. People that aren't jaded in their mid to late 30s are excited about this, yes. <laughs> yeah. Contrary to how I look, I'm actually 25. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, rumours are that Halo Infinite, uh, uh, apparently, according to a YouTuber is really, really fucking impressive, is what they've exactly said. How's that news? You're going to see some <laughs> stuff about, uh, about this in July, for sure. And there are some other people basically saying that they are hearing really good things about this Xbox event coming in July. The one thing I'll say about Halo Infinite is that it has one thing in common with God of War that I will put out after it's actually reviewed, revealed. I learned about it recently, and it's really cool. And again, Halo Infinite is apparently a juggernaut. All of that stuff you've seen of the game has been in-engine, no bullshit, 60 FPS, and that's not even with ray tracing. Mm. Holy shit. So the the reports are that Halo Infinite might be a return to form. From... I'm going to have to read some wikis about what happened in the last two, because I cannot be asked to play them. So you've not played four? Number I've played four. about like... half of four. Four was quite I good. Love- I liked four. Yeah. I don't know how. No, I played. I played four. I haven't played five. five I'm so three. jealous. <laughs> I remember. Uh, there's, there's, one, there's one more that I haven't played. Halo Reach. No. ODST. Something. Hmm? I don't know. Maybe Halo, Halo Five. That's Halo Five Guardians. That's the same game. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that is utter bobbins. I'm so jealous <laughs> that you haven't played it. Like, I haven't I played, played Halo Five first. either. No, oh, I made man. the first couple of levels of Halo Five, and just I'd got love bored. to say you're, you're missing out, but you're really not. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible game. I, I, I played it to the end. Yeah, just same. Completion sake, because yeah. I was like, well, I will have played every main release in the Halo yeah. franchise, and at the end of it, I just felt, I felt like, you know, you know, at the end of porn films, like, and <laughs> you know, after after the money shot, like, <laughs> you need to wipe up. Or, or, male or female actor who's just had the money shot all over their face must just be like oh, alright well I'll go and have a shower now like you know just you know kind of had to be there going yeah alright go on just all over my face like that's how I felt I felt like suddenly someone turned the lights on and was like cut and I'm still there with a big blob of jizz on my forehead I, I felt like I felt like the guy watching the porn and like after you finish watching the porn you're closing the browsers and going what the fuck have I just watched how did i get here what is wrong with you dan are you suggesting that completing uh completing halo 5 is basically uh like having an unsatisfactory wank um no i'm i'm saying it's like having someone that you're not intimate with but but you're both there to do a job (laughs) has just used on your head (laughs) i've just said that and emma's there just going we're talking halo 5 just talking about shaft yeah um you can get the witcher 3 at the moment wild hunt free on pc 
Uh, it's going to be yes. on GOG Galaxy 2.0 app, um, and you can get it on Steam from this as well from but, June 23rd. But, but only if mm-hmm. you link, if you own the if you own the Witcher on a platform and you link the accounts. Well, do you know what's good? I own it on two platforms already. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so. Do I? <laughs> so I'm probably going to get that as well because you know why not? <laughs> Again, I'll take as much Witcher as I can possibly fit. <laughs> uh, Robin Pattinson was asked about who he's looked to for influences for his role as the Batman. He said he looked to Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Robert Downey Jr. as an example. That's not a bad list there. Well, of... the TFI Friday presenter. Yes, that guy. Not obviously <laughs> not the guy who played Captain America. So is, is he yeah. getting a huge amount of shit for listing three MCU people then? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think, I think everyone's like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. i do that. No, definitely do that. <laughs> mm. They're so yeah, much better. You're doing it right. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Yeah. I'll tell you what, could you talk to the directors and tell them to do that as well? Yeah. Um, Suicide, Suicide Squad game reportedly uh, is the next game from Rocksteady. Um, the developers of Batman Arkham series. Mm-hmm. So will that m- mean it will be better than the, the film? It, almost certainly. If if they turn up on like the screen, in every aspect. If they turn up on the screen and they go, "Hi, we're the Suicide Squad," then that's better than the film already. So yes, <laughs> I think I think what what you can trust Rocksteady to do is to have respect for the source material, yeah, like they did with the, all the Arkham games, um, and actually go let's base it on the comic books yes. or the animated um series rather than the abortive films um you know let's just let's just uh yeah let's just do that let's do let's do what we did last time yeah and repeat. <laughs> yeah. same what's the same film from last time uh 22 jump street isn't it do, yeah. do, do exactly the same as last time <laughs> yeah we'll do it again yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah, no, well, th- the sad thing is, if I was asked what I would like Rockstar to, Rocksteady to make, like in terms of games, okay, you have any superhero franchise, what would you like them to make? <sighs> Can I have another Batman game, actually, please? Yeah. They're really good. <laughs> yeah, but, but you've got to go bigger now. So yeah. it was, what was it? It was Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Then Gotham. Then it was Arkham City. Yeah. Then it was Arkham Knight. Yeah, which was Gotham. City. Yeah. Now it's got to be Arkham... Archimedes. Arkham Country. Yeah, there you go. The whole country is a prison to house the Joker. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I like it. And it brings back some of the. Because they've done all the big villains now. (laughs) It needs to bring back some of the really, like, single shot, you know, like, Colander Man. Did you say Calendar Man? No, no, I said (laughs) Colander. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Mi- Mr. Mixelplek, yeah, and stuff like that, yeah. So, yeah. We've got all those ones that they go through at the start of the um, the Lego version. Yes, yes. Condiment Man and all that nonsense. <laughs> Mr. Mini Disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, currently on Amazon, they've got two for one books. Two buy two get one free on books, which includes for anyone interested. Dungeons so, and- are, you, are you about to say what? All books include. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which includes uh, Dungeons and Dragons books. So you can currently get Dungeons and Dragons books, buy two, get one free. Mm. As in, like, novels? No, or as in, like, rule the, books. the rule books. Expansions? Yeah, yeah. Ah. 
two for one. Up. Two for one. Buy two, get one free. Yeah. Oh, but don't get the wild mount one because I don't trust you not to go snaffling through it. Yeah, do clues. not buy the wild mount one. We'll talk about this later. But yeah, um, <laughs> are, they, are they doing any sales on scale model kits? Um, they are doing. It's two for one on a lot of things. It's not just books. So maybe you, you said that in the exact same way that Patrick Stewart says. Is there any nudity in it? <laughs> <laughs> because because i want to see everything I, I, I just i love the look of disappointment on his face when he goes no he's just, oh. oh could there be could be so basically it's just you riding around seeing tits basically yeah <laughs> Well, okay, okay then I shall make it so. <laughs> what? It's from Star Wars, Star Trek. Sorry, you're not married. You live alone, and you've never watched Star Wars. Ah. Star Trek. Sorry. So your wife won't let you. I love that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I will make it so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so going back to the console wars, something I forgot. There's a big uproar about the um, user interface that we're going to have uh, from the from because uh, xbox have said that they're not changing the ui uh when you when you come up when it's a, so it'll look like it does on the xbox one at the moment uh, everyone's up in arms that, that you'll get a brand new console and it'll look exactly the same as the xbox one yeah exactly tom and playstation just came out and go well yeah we're totally doing a new one so you know and everyone to everyone really loves confuse that. everyone the xbox yeah. one is considered to be significantly better than the current playstation one anyway isn't it every iteration of the xbox one has been better than any of the playstation ones i would say the original xbox 360 with the, the flaps is better what, what than I the playstation one is it's yeah. exactly the same but with an option like yeah. in monkey island how you can go back to the old graphics have a button that you can press that take you back to the old 360 it's, blades yeah the blades <laughs> that blades that's the word i was looking for anymore. yeah oh i love the blades yeah. so blade. did I. brilliant the whooshing noises yeah and if you had to get from one side to the other it was great <laughs> yeah. yeah um that is better than anything sony have ever released in terms of a ui it's it's just they're, well, they're so bad gonna it. it's gonna be it's gonna be a slightly different shade of blue yeah slightly different shade of blue but instead of going horizontal mm. it'll go double because they've they've done they've done that they've done this and now they need to do that i think Give that a try. Doesn't feel intuitive. Here's a great segue. Great segue to the next news article. Well done, guys. Uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series will use the VFX technology as the same VFX technology as the Mandalorian. Absolutely, I'm, I'm yep. delighted do, to confirm. Do everything the same as the Mandalorian is what should be brands Russ, on the forehead of anyone going just, near Star Trek. You just Wars. interrupted you and McGregor. Absolutely. Well, what we did is we looked at the blueprints of the Mandalorian and we decided that actually the best thing to do would just be to pra- just to basically take that as the benchmark and, um, of course, you know, in- involve a few more sea otters um, because I've done a few doc- documentaries on sea otters in the intervening years between the Star Wars films, of course. And so, um, I'm delighted to be able to confirm that we are indeed just doing Mandalorian Obi Wan Kenobi, um, and that's that's basically the, the blue. It, it's the same script, but with Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> which we believe will be a benchmark for future success for Disney. Uh, so who's he protecting then? 
basically, <laughs> uh, the younglings that um, you know Anakin <laughs> killed, uh, Obi Wan found them and basically sellotaped them back together because <laughs> they are the future. Children are our future, uh, like baby sea otters are the future of the sea otter community. So there we go. So sorry, Russ. The man, as you said, they should just do everything the Mandalorian does. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So well, this is definitely. I'd like to say that you and McGregor's confirmed that's exactly what they're doing. So. <laughs> yes, good. indeed. Yep, definitely. It was nice for him to join in our uh, Microsoft Meetings Teams. He's, he's yeah. actually with me in lockdown. He's just mm-hmm. gone back to um, he's gone back to the spare room now. So, um, <laughs> so yes, Russ, they're, they're doing they're, they're almost certainly doing an Obi Wan Kenobi TV series now. Good. No, they are. We've just you hmm. McGregor literally just said <laughs> we are. Um, I mean, I heard that. Everyone else heard that. Hmm. <laughs> In other Star Wars news. Now that's all we've got time for, isn't it? Let's move on. Um, so, Star Wars Squadrons is coming. <laughs> yeah. The best bit of news this can, week. Can I can I be that guy? It's going to be shit, isn't it? <laughs> I, there's, there's definitely a possibility that it'll be shit. It's. I think it's going to be. So the only thing that makes me think it might not be is is this one small article I read. Uh, Squadrons will support flight sim controllers on PC, so you'll be able to uh, use like a joystick. Yeah, I think it will be. It'll be a better game on a PC. Hmm. Yeah, because you actually you want the main thing mm. that leapt out of that for me was that they've been very clear to mention balancing power between mm. engines, weapons, and shields. Yes. So every X-wing, Tie Fighter, yeah. X-wing versus Tie Fighter, whatever fan from back in the day went yeah, yeah. and started hearing little noises that you got when you were moving stuff around. Or doing this like. And it was quite like... You Duncan doesn't understand podcasts. Playing that game. Well, I had quite a decent... It wasn't like a proper flight sim thing, but it was like yeah. it was a joystick with mm. enough stuff on it. Like it had a throttle. Yeah. And you know, so you could have two hands on that and basically do everything with that. And you could feel pretty amazing doing that. It was... Did, you guys, um, did you guys ever play the Free Space games? No. Are those the ones that had Mark Hamill in? No, no, that's, that, that, that's the Wing Commander game. Yeah. If you if you can find it, because it, it you guys have got your modded PC, so you'll be able to run some of the incredible graphics mods that this game now has. If you can pick up Free Space Two hmm. for for cheaps and you get yourself a decent joystick, it is probably one of the best spaceflight sims you will ever play in your life. It is okay. phenomenal. It is so so. I got dangerously into a late night Amazon browsing of the sort of um, <laughs> proper hardcore flight simulator instrument panels and switches that you can get. Yeah, yeah. To the point where you can legit recreate perfectly a Boeing 737 cockpit or a, an A380 <laughs> cockpit. Yeah. People have. Can yes. you imagine? There's next amazing time, YouTube videos. Next time we actually make it to the fuck bunk and there's just no room in there. Because <laughs> there's, there's an Australian guy and he's got this setup where he doesn't have a monitor. He has a, a curved piece of wood, basically, painted white, 
three projectors on the ceiling that overlap and he uses this bit of software and windows that meshes and distorts the images so like when he first turns it on you get like three out of shape windows desktops but you can you run this configuration software with like lines and shapes and you type loads of maths into it and what you end up with is a perfect like calculated to meet human visual lines mm filling screen and he was running x-plane on it and it just looked unbelievably cool yes um, cool and he had a full, yeah. a full <laughs> cockpit yeah uh so going back to squadrons to me it jumped out as an improvement on x-wing versus tie fight i loved x-wing versus tie fight and my neighbor tomo had it and they had a basic network they had a lovely little network at, in the the house so it was one of the first times, apart from the Half-Life uh, Black Ops kind of uh, mods, it was the first time managing to play X-Wing versus TIE X-Wing Fighter versus as the two of us. And I could just hear myself. Mm-hmm. And yes, having a joystick made her made playing... Though you, it's got to be better on a, uh, a PC just because it is so much fun doing... Just hitting the buttons. Let's face it; you want to be going flick, flick, flick. It was. It just looked like that. The fact that you, it's just going to be if it, if it's an improvement on X Wing versus Tie Fighter, where you could be, uh, squad mates. That would be awesome. Like just four of us, all in X Wings or Y Wings, or X Wing. Why friends? Oh. <laughs> um, I I loved it. Though, admittedly, I would probably say, can we all go in Tie Fighters? Because I love being a, I love Tie Fighter, and it just looks so sharp. The, the I, I want game. a fucking missile gunboat. I want a missile boat again. I will, I'll want. say this: we haven't seen any of the actual game. No, that's true. Um, and I I would imagine what it will most likely be is a modded version of the flying in Battlefront Two. Yeah, but, it, but I don't, Duncan I don't wants us all to be it is. Duncan wants us all to be sitting around flicking our buttons, apparently. So, <laughs> and I'm not being funny, guys. If it's between you guys and Wedge, then oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm going to be playing with Wedge instead. Yeah, hmm. I, I did like that cat. That cameo was good. Well, apparently it was. Uh, isn't it game? The footage was the game engine, wasn't it? So yeah, a game engine just means that. It's using the engine they've made, they've that they've used to make yeah. the game. It doesn't mean yeah. game yeah. footage. Yeah, um, but he was he was better in that than he was in the film. He was he was so much better because he was in an X wing for starters. So yeah, yeah, that was again. It was fly Skywalker being shit. Yeah. Um, why why if you're going to have Wedge in a cameo, why why not put him in an X wing? Like putting him in his X wing as well. In his X wing, yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Or, like, or, a sn- or just a snowspeeder attached to the top of the Millennium Falcon. Just you know, either it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> snowspeeder attached to the Millennium Falcon. And you see the <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> see the Falcon. The Falcon just dives in on one of those uh, star destroyers, and then just like swings. It just like does a like a three sixty and just swings his star destroyer out miles away. <laughs> You got it, you Wedge. Well done. Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> just tangled. Just, just a, a mess of ex stormtroopers and horses flying off this star destroyer as it's, it's flying into space. <laughs> Oh, instantly, that, instantly that would have made it a better film. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I had, a, I had a conversation with someone again who who reminded me of that moment where where Ray suddenly realizes that all the Jedi are inside her, yes. and and you watched a different film to me. Firstly, phrasing, <laughs> and secondly, and secondly, and like he did remind me, he was like saying. And it's literally just like a succession of different voices going, <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, Ray. What's up? Use the force. Don't worry, Ray. You can use the force. Don't use the force. It's like when you listen to like a Sesame Street record and you're like, yeah. you're listening out for individual voices going, Oh, look, it's Kermit. <laughs> Fozzy, Elmo, Kermit. Yeah. And it's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it was so funny. Like even at some point there was Yoda just going, Hey there, <laughs> you know, I'm here. <laughs> at least on a use the force you will use or something like that. Do it properly, isn't it? Um we got oh. we got so far without bitching about Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> oh dear. But we did improve. I it. met someone at the weekend who liked it. I mean it. it did do quite well. Also I mean yeah, I'm sure they loved it. They've seen other films, though, right? Mm, he was quite a big Star Wars fan, but he enjoyed it. Of course he was, because he's one of those Star Wars fans. Oh, oh, Chewie got a medal. Oh, I'm going to have to like this now. <laughs> God, I met so many of them coming out of the cinema. Prizing <sighs> that medal out of her cold, dead <laughs> that, that wasn't That wasn't mentioned. He just quite enjoyed it. <laughs> but... Oh. Oh, well, people are allowed to enjoy it. I'm just playing, sorry. But yeah. Anyway, Squadrons. Hopefully it's great. Probably going to be rubbish because it's EA. Um, let's... let's... Uh, how to rain down on the bit I thought we would spend a long time. I was very excited. It took me three attempts to be able to watch the bloody thing because I kept on getting interrupted. And I was still very excited. I just watched it again whilst we were blethering on about uh, mm. Last of Us 2. Mm. I can't really contribute to that. So uh, I'm still excited. It looks, you know, the bits... I felt they were trying to pick up on going like, as Russ said, the balancing mm. of the uh, of shields and engines, which is so tie fight X-wing and all that, and then some of the cockpit footage and shooting stuff. It wasn't necessarily saying here's what the kind of plot is, and the fact that it emphasises uh, squad of five. So to me, it also suggests good online sort of group play. It's Which I know not everyone wants. It's only online play, but there we go. Yeah, well, that's going to be Bobinson, isn't it? Like Battlefront. Like, I haven't played Battlefront. <laughs> I think you should think you should give it a go. It's quite it's quite good fun. Yeah, I quite enjoy it. Um, right, last thing from from what I've heard, this is like a smaller scale game mm. than Battlefront or yeah, like which... Fallen Order or anything like that. So, and you know, running running a big multiplayer game is a big investment for a for a publisher so you know maybe maybe it will be fairly light on the multiplayer stuff I, I don't know they they highlighted the team of five versus team of five thing like that to me says multiplayer and and i i think it's just going to be the flight sim aspects of of battlefront which is fine it is the best part of it but uh do you remember the original star wars battlefront 2 yes had, mm. had space combat yeah 
to it and where you boarded ships and you know i, I really liked the, the fact that you could you know one minute be in a gunship yeah. and, stuff, and you could land inside the enemy ship and start fucking around in there i mean yeah, that was like rig it to blow up nick one of their ships to escape in fly yeah. back to a cruiser it was really cool yeah it was awesome so so much fun i mean i, I would i mean to be fair though the the flight simulation from Battlefront 2 hmm. recent looked astounding. Yeah. I mean, it really did. It just it looked like Star Wars. It could not have been better looking like Star Wars than than anything else. I mean, it was amazing. So if it's just more of that, but with the added bonus of being with your mate. So well, bear in mind, though, they did, they did kind of fuck this up once already, didn't they, with um, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, hmm. which was the multiplayer one, which... Yeah, but you could play it singly, and it was still... As I said, if it's an improvement on X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, that would be a good thing because X-Wing versus TIE Fighter looked sharp at the time. And you could, and it was actually quite good fun to try and play with uh, a friend. Absolutely. But but nowadays, you know, I guess I guess the one thing that it has going for it is that multiplayer gaming is now so much more easy to do than it was when X-Wing versus TIE I think X-Wing versus TIE Fighter was a victim of the technology mm. of the time, whereas nowadays, like, you'd, you'd have to be pretty stupid to fuck that bit up of it you know because all you need is a stable connection and most people will be able to make fun together if they're with their mates let's do loop the loops around each other you know (laughs) um okay last then lastly on the news uh humble bundle they've they've been really good recently they've got their new fight for racial justice uh bundle up and it is incredible. So it's £25.50 gets you a ton of games, including Barber Is You, Hyperlight Drifter, Jackbox Party 4, Spelunky, Football Manager 2020, Kerbal Space Programme, uh, NBA K- uh, 2K20, Sonic Sega All-Star Racing, FTL, Bioshock Remastered, War of This War of Mine, uh, Endless Space Collection, uh, Age of Wonders 3, Overlord, Surviving Mars, uh the, i'm not naming all of them by the way as well company of heroes 2 system shock enhanced edition system shock 2 um what else have we got here uh elite dangerous um gunscape regular human basketball which looked quite fun and then on top of which you've got uh, attack of attack on tyson anthology of books shaft uh, a complicated man books uh, loads of books uh, about uh, the subject matter that they're trying to educate people on. So you've got 12 Years a Slave, uh, Black Women in Science. You've got the Starfinder Core Rulebook, which in itself is a book that uh, goes for 40 to 50 quid. Um, mm. The whole thing, for £25.50, uh, there's just so much on it. There's, there's way more than I'm saying now, but it is an absolute bargain, I suggest. I, I, I urge people to go and, and give... Uh, if you're going to give £25.50 to um, to any of the charities that are listed here, um, and then there's some very good charities, uh, including, um, obviously, supporting Black Lives Matter, uh, it's a very good way of doing it, and you get a ton of games from it as well. Yeah, it looks interesting. It's really, really good. I, I've already bought it. So, but, but, yeah. So, yeah, I would suggest going and getting that if you get a chance. Yeah, it's really nice. I think yeah. that's a... They've done really well. Like you said, they've done some really good stuff recently. Mm. They've, they've, um, they've been one of those companies that have, have perfectly leveraged mm. what they do into a really good way to raise 
money and awareness. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Like, the money is great, but the awareness that they've generated is is superb. They're rightly being applauded by all of the um, uh, media outlets mm. as well. The generally top top notch quality of their um, bundles, and also they're getting some really good publishers involved, which I think yeah. is nice. Building, you know, there's a lot of companies that I think will be looking at what they do um in general like companies across the board and actually thinking you know what we don't do enough to raise awareness and actually mm. i think a lot of other companies could learn a thing or two from humble bundle mm. yeah definitely but yeah that is excellent just an excellent excellent uh list so yeah that is excellent my dear excellent that's all i got this is the humble for humble fight for racial justice bundle yes i'm having a look Okay, so right, if that's the if um, that's the end of the news, yeah. And Dan's favourite news, uh, favourite podcast type, has been done for another episode. What well, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I have a feeling now it's over. Me? Yeah, mm. sad. One more sad. news. One more news. Don't worry, news happens every day. Yay! Most we of it shit. Make some up. <laughs> we could we could do a Trump. We could make some up. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you very much for listening to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you want to interact with us or you want to share any of your news, views and opinions, do so on our social media feeds. All you need to do is on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Look us up on the handle at TMTOH. Don't forget to check out our sister pod, Theatrical Cut. They're on Facebook and they're on Instagram under Theatrical Cut Pod. Mm-hmm. And on that note, let's say goodbye to Duncan. Goodbye. Say goodbye to Russ. Tara. Goodbye to Dan. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me, Tom. <laughs> goodbye. And on that note, let's cue the music. <laughs>